live from Loyola College in Watsonia, across our neighbourhood and across the world. You're listening to CEM Radio Ed Week on Live FM. Hi, my name is Eilish. And I'm Nathan Sear. And you're listening to Live FM, and this is Loyola College broadcasting across the network. Our show is called Loyola Life and offers you, the listener, with a slice of life or an insight into our college. We are based in Watsonia, which is, the, which is in the northeastern suburbs of Melbourne, in what we like to call the Green Lush of Melbourne. We are very fortunate to have a large campus with a mix of both heritage, style, buildings and modern classrooms. But really, what makes the college is us students, and the teachers of course. This year, as well as we know, has been a bit different. We have been off campus, but now we are back with our friends, and that's great. We have a segment we called COVID Concerns, and it's our take on how we have managed the COVID classroom. This is Loyola College, and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Obviously this year, this, it has been quite difficult with students doing remote learning at home. And now, a few weeks ago, the Loyola students have been able to come back to school and interact with their friends again and teachers. Now, joining me now is Daniel Nyang, who's one of the Loyola students here in Year 10. Welcome, Daniel. Good day. Being back at school, it feels like I've reconnected with friends, staff members and the college itself. That's great, Daniel. Thank you for joining us today and hopefully we can speak to you soon. Thank you. Loyola Life, a show about Loyola College. Students, the teachers, our story. We are joined with another Year 10 student, Xavier. Hi, Eilish. Hi, Xavier. Um, what have you learnt from doing remote? Well, with remote, I never thought I'd miss being outside so much and especially miss seeing people that much as well with the whole one hour, five kilometre, the house rules, all that. I just thought it was really good to come back and just be somewhat COVID normal, like Dan Andrews says again. Yeah. Uh, what things do you value more now? Uh... Definitely being outside, definitely just being able to go past areas in my house and uh, having like more people at a house as well is definitely yeah. what I value more. Yeah, so um, during remote learning, I guess um, you would have had to have a lot of screen time at yeah. home because of uh, obviously because you need to go into online classes. And then tell me, what was it like um, having that amount of screen, screen time? Because it's more than what you're used to, isn't it? Yeah, so it was during the whole school day. So from 8.40 to 3.15, I'm pretty sure it was. So solid amount of time. So I just, it's, it does hurt your eyes a bit, not going to lie, especially doing it for five days a week straight mm. and plus study, homework, all that. But you get used to it, honestly, up, like we were in it for a solid like four or five months doing it. So you get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having us, Xavier, and uh, hopefully you can join us sometime soon. I hope so as well. This is Loyola College, and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Now, joining us from Year 10 here at Loyola is Lane. Welcome, Lane. Hi, guys. So, Lane, what did you do to pass the time in quarantine? Um, well, I didn't really get up to a lot, obviously, because we weren't allowed to do anything. But I did tend to stream movies online, um, TV shows... I actually got back into reading because I haven't read books in ages and I feel kind of bad. So I had to get back into that. And also because I did a show at the school where I had to talk about a book. And so I read it last minute and then wrote up a report on it, which was fun. Very interesting. Oh, awesome. And during quarantine, obviously, we're spending more time by ourselves. And I was wondering, 
Is there any new discoveries that you've learned about yourself? Um, I learned that I'm really good at teaching myself things. Oh, right. Um, obviously, like, we had teachers guiding us, but I actually found that it was a lot easier if they just gave me content and then I could teach myself. So, I don't know, hopefully um, schools can find a way to implement that for students that found that they actually did really well during online learning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, thank you, Lane, for being with us and Thanks, hopefully you Lane. can join us soon. Thank you for having me. This is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. So I'm here now with Lane and Dan, and they're here to talk about co-curric. Hi, guys. I'm back. Hey, guys. How are you? We can't really get an answer to how are you, can we, though? So no, we can't. Shouldn't have asked that. That was a bit silly of you. So we're here to talk about co-curric. So co-curric are basically all the activities that Loyola are able to offer to you, and it's basically a way to kind of make more relationships and build little families at the school, but also just to make your time enjoyable. Uh, yeah, so at Loyola we have tons of different clubs and groups that people can join, uh, whether it's sport-related, performing arts-related, volunteer work, or just general clubs for people's interests and hobbies. Personally, my favourite is the College Musical, a huge annual event where all performers and backstage people from all year levels are encouraged to get on stage and put on a performance co- for the college community and beyond. Unfortunately, this year's musical, Mary Poppins, I apologise to any British people listening to this, was cancelled, but this means that we'll be doing it in 2021 with even more rehearsal time than usual. So, whoopee! All our um, performing arts heads are very excited about that. The performing arts is great, Lane, but I also like the sporting aspects. We offer uh, a lot of carnivals at the school. We've got the ACS Athletics Carnival, ACS Swimming and ACS Cross Country. Lane, tell me about ACS. Um, well, we have a lot of sports in ACS. So there's quite a few summer sports to choose from. Um, Part of that for the boys is cricket and softball. Uh, For the girls, that's basketball and softball as well. (laughs) I don't think it's basketball, Lane. We might have to redo that. Uh, (laughs) um, So ACS, for all the people wondering out there, what's ACS? Well, ACS is basically kind of like this league that all the, uh, a lot of Catholic and Christian schools around Melbourne are in. And uh, we play those schools on a roundly basis, so once a week. Our ACS is quite different to a lot of other schools. So we do them on a weeknight and train on weeknights, while a lot of other schools do them on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Sorry, guys, I just had to slip in my sick burn. Now I get you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about the three carnivals. So there are three main carnivals that we do. At school, we do house carnivals. So we're all separated into different houses, and the houses compete in those three carnivals. The best athletes from all those carnivals get to move on to versus the other schools. As I said before, the carnivals are swimming, athletics, and cross-country. Swimming offers a wide variety of events, and so does athletics, while cross-country is just your average running in the rain, in the mud, for a long distance. And obviously athletics is our track and field events for people to move on to district sports. Yes, which is really cool. So, you know, all those sport heads out there, Loyola might be the school for you. Oh, besides Vortex, which is just a little fun event that we like to do. Yes, that's always quite fun. Loyola Life, a show about Loyola College, the students, the teachers, our story. 
And uh, as we were saying before, there's also a lot of sports that you can do on top of those carnivals. So the carnivals aren't actually compulsory, but these sports are. You do have to try out for these sports, which encourages physical activity, which is really good for the human body, as we all know, or should know. Uh, so there are summer sports and winter sports for the girls and boys, and often the summer sports for the boys will become the winter sports for the girls, and vice versa. Uh, the sports are your general ones. You've got soccer, basketball, football, table tennis and tennis. Lane, any other sports I'm missing? Uh, well, for senior students, we also have futsal and I believe it's touch rugby for the girls and tackling rugby for the boys. Yes, and we've also got volleyball and... Do we have badminton? I think we have badminton. No, we don't. We don't have badminton. We're not My old bad. people. <laughs> this is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. And um, let's talk about some other clubs for your general hobbies. Uh, so one that speaks to me is book club. Um, that's just where students get together at lunch in the library and talk to librarians and the students about books that they've been reading. Um, they get recommendations and they do little competitions and events depending on the holiday season. Um, so they'll have, you know, like a Halloween special. Uh, right now we're actually running a Christmas sort of thing where people get a random group of books and some Christmas goodies to take home over the summer holidays. So, Some yeah. other clubs are for all you sci-fi fanatics out there. We've got our sci-fi club, which involves almost every sci-fi movie, TV show, book, anything and everything that is science fiction and if you love any bit of it, join that club because that's basically all you get to talk about. You watch movies, you write reviews, and it's a pretty fun club. And also, of course, their total opposites, the Fantasy Club, which do the same thing, but for fantasy genre books and movies. Yes, that's right. Um, for also all you arty people out there, we've got a wide variety of different things for that. We have an Inventors Club, Art Attack, and Makerspace, which all allow you to, you know, channel your inner artistic personnel and use it to your best ability and also grow your skills. Let's uh, oh, sorry, you go, Lane. <laughs> Thank you. Performing arts also have uh, several other clubs. So sometimes students like to run fundraising performances, uh, which will fundraise for the college musical and the big college performances. Um, we have a Christmas thing where um, all the bands perform like large orchestral pieces for an audience and we also have the choir singing carols um so that event's really fun and this this year will probably be one of our first years with like market stalls set up rather than just having the carols being performed so that's fun Loyola as we've mentioned before is a religious school and with that comes so many opportunities to be able to give back to the wider community. And some of you might be rolling your eyes out there, but they are really great opportunities to help the people around you and give back to what you've already got. I'd like to shout out to my girl, Sister Nelia. She's the nun that runs a Lighthouse Club and several other Christian service clubs. And she's a sweetheart, we love her. Yeah, she's great and she's really, really nice and it's great to have her in the school community. Another thing that we've got is uh, refugee tutoring where we go into Sunshine and we're able to tutor refugees, which is really, really fun to see the young kids and teach them English, math and general skills that you would need in later life that some other kids don't really get when they're a refugee and it's really great to have that opportunity. Uh, and obviously, you know, that has benefits for our students as well, um, because some people, it's actually been proven, people that teach others learn subjects better themselves. 
Um, so if you learn a concept, one of the best things to do is to teach it to another person who knows nothing about it. And, you know, you'll improve your own learning. So refugee tutoring is good for both the refugees and our own students. We've also got giving communion to the sick and elderly, where we go to local nursing homes and uh, some homes where the elderly are living and they're not able to go to their local mass. So we have, as the students, are able to go and give them communion so they may receive the body and uh, blood of Christ. We In also, other words, it's a good thing that the Vatican II happened. Yes. Uh, good quote, Lane. Well, quote, not really. Loyola Life, a show about Loyola College. Students, the teachers, our story. Um, so let's also talk about one other thing, which is uh, um, helping out kids at Concord. So Loyola is placed in on Grimshaw Street, and right down the road from us is Concord. So Lane, could you tell us a bit more about that? Uh, well, Concord is actually the perfect opportunity for students of all different interests to come together and help uh, younger people. Um, so Concord offers the opportunity for students to uh, teach, um, just generally help students, and also uh, drama students are given the opportunity to sometimes perform for the Concord group. Um, so whether it's performances about what it's like being in high school, sometimes it's just performances about school in general, um, and there's plenty of other stuff that drama students do for that as well. Um, but yeah, I think that Concord is a really great opportunity for students to learn about working with younger people and especially uh, a disabled population. Obviously, it's very important that people have education on um, how, we, how we live with disabled people because they do make up a large part of our population. And, you know, we want to be inclusive at Loyola, so that's why we go down to Concord and help out. Loyola Life, a show about Loyola College, the students, the teachers, our story. A number of Loyola students have written letters to the elderly which have been gratefully received. Small things, but small acts of kindness can make a big difference. So, without further ado, here's Liwa's letter to the elderly. Dear reader, hi, my name is Liwa and I'm currently in year 10 and 16 years old. Since the beginning of quarantine, it has been tough for everyone, especially for those in aged care communities. Even though you don't get to see your friends and family often, I hope this letter can cheer you up or even just help pass the time. I haven't done anything too interesting since stage four, but I have been able to go on walks, which have been so nice lately because the weather is finally getting warmer and I love spring. It was my friend's birthday recently, so to celebrate, I walked to her house to give her a present in person because I also had my birthday during quarantine, so I know how it feels to not being able to celebrate it. Although it was brief, it was probably the most fun I've had with my friends in a while because before quarantine, I used to hang out with my friends a lot. We would go to the city and eat at cute cafes or we would go thrift shopping and eat donuts from Krispy Kreme. Now looking back, I think I took all those things for granted because now I can't even go to a local restaurant with them. At least I can still contact them. We FaceTime on most weekends, which has been a rock for me during quarantine. I don't really have too many hobbies. I tend to just do random things here and there. I hand sewed my own mask a couple weeks ago and my mum wanted one too, so that kept me busy for the entire weekend. Sometimes I write in my diary. I've had it for nearly five years now because I just write in it whenever I want, but it's been helpful in organizing my thoughts. 
I used to take photos in school, so I had fun doing that in my spare time. I draw sometimes, I take art in school, but I don't really look at it as schoolwork because I enjoy painting and drawing. For an assignment, I had to draw a photorealistic portrait of someone who inspired me, and I chose to draw my friend Rebecca. While it became stressful as the due date neared, I had fun drawing her and I liked the way it turned out. I think like many people my age, I'm unsure of what the future holds. I feel like I can't plan how it will turn out, but I'm trying and here's what I've got so far. I'm going to take Chemistry Italian Art English Language for my VCE subjects and I want to go to Melbourne Uni since I'm thinking of becoming an environmental engineer. I aspire to become a person who makes an impact on the world and I also want to travel when I'm older. So I think becoming an environmental engineer will help me achieve those goals. I'm still deciding whether or not I should take a gap year to backpack around Europe with my friends because A, I still don't know how we're going to pay for it. B, I don't know if I'll want to go to university or transition well into it afterwards. And C, I don't actually know if it will happen. My friends are set on doing it, but I just have a lot of worries. I guess you could say I'm pessimistic, but I think I'm just being a realist. On the bright side, I'm glad I vaguely know where I'm going in life, so I pray that things go well, or at least I will be able to overcome any obstacles the future throws. I don't talk or write about myself often, so I hope that I haven't bored you in any way. I wish you well and my prayers are with you during this trying time. Hang in there. Sincerely, Lewa. This is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Thanks, Dan and Lewa, for that. And now we've got Lane talking about the Year 12s. Uh, so obviously this year, we as Year 10s feel sorry for the 2020 cohort of Year 12s. Not just our Loyola Year 12s, but all the students in Australia who are in their final year. At our school, we really try to honour and respect the students who are in their final year of both VCAL and VCE. Therefore, we have a number of events throughout the year that celebrate their time at school. One example of this is the Loyola dress-up at our annual swimming carnival, in which we see a lot of the classic beach tourist looks, Hawaiian shirts, chino shorts and straw hats, and, of course, Crocs, all set into sport mode. While swimming with friends at the carnival is fun, I think most students' favourite part is a sausage sizzle, grabbing a snag and a drink to enjoy between the swimming circuits. Another time the Year 12s get to dress up is during the Athletics Carnival, though their gear during this event is significantly less beachy and more ski trip, given the bitter wind that seems to be a permanent feature on the track. I'll put it this way, we've got a lot of rugged up tradies coming to watch the juniors participate in track and field events. Then, of course, we have the famous, and for Year 7s and teachers, dreaded, muck-up day. Despite not having a proper muck-up day for the Year 12s this year, they managed to make some mischief anyway. We had prisoners from Arrested Development coming to school, the Australian icons Kath and Kim, even a visit from our friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, who exchanged his web slingers for flour and took to spraying the younger students. Usually these costumes would be for the Year 12 parade, where Year 12 showcased their costumes for the rest of the school, but due to the vast number of students and teachers watching, over one and a half thousand, this didn't happen. Anyway, we really wish the Year 12s all the best in their exams, uh, as at the time of this broadcast, they are embarking on them. Fingers crossed that they all try their best and see the results of their efforts. Thanks, Lane, for that. I'm sure the Year 12s really appreciated you saying that. This is Loyola College, and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Now let's talk about every student's favourite thing, our uniform. Some people call us the Smurfs of Loyola, and this probably provides you with a profile or at least an idea of what it's like to be a Loyola student. Why Smurfs, you might ask? Well, our blazer is dark blue. 
We have also seen ourselves as a global school as we have established links and relationships with schools in France, Italy, America, Indonesia and Timor-Leste. Unfortunately, and our overseas programs haven't gone, gone ahead this year, but Mr. O'Keefe, our Director of College and Community Engagement, has joined us to talk about our international links and what it is like to be a staff member at our school. Welcome, Mr. O'Keefe. Uh, thanks for having me. Now, firstly, I'd just like to ask you, what's it like being a teacher during remote learning? Uh, look, it was challenging, especially I'm a performing arts teacher, so not having the students with me in the classroom and their ability to actually perform uh, and you know normally we do warm-up games together and activities and workshops and of course that was very difficult uh, during remote learning. Um, however in saying that particularly at year 12 uh, the remote learning lockdown number two was okay because our students in performing arts across the four subjects are doing solos so it worked out okay. Lockdown one bit more challenging because we're meant to be doing group work but we were able to overcome it. And what's it like to be a teacher at Loyola? Uh, look, it's a great place to work. Uh, it um, The staff are great. The kids are, are really, really good. You know, we don't have really any issues at this school uh, in terms of things that would uh, make you not want to teach. You know, the kids are welcoming. Uh, it's, the campus is beautiful and I think... Uh, we, you know, we're about to open a new building next week or it's available for students right now, but we're officially going to open it very shortly. And I think it's the finishing piece at the moment in terms of how beautiful our school looks. We've got a great campus to come to every day. That's great. And one more question, Mr. O'Keefe. What's, um, what's your favourite thing about Loyola College? Uh, yeah, look, probably, I mean, I always say I think the students first. I've taught at a few other schools and so I think the students is always the best thing to come here. But we've just got an amazing community, you know, parents, uh, you know, people in the area that just love um, our school and being involved in our school. Uh, so for me, that's some of the best things. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. O'Keefe, for joining us today on the show and uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. This is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Live on Live FM. Alrighty, well now it's time to hear some music from Hayley Keating in Year 10 Loyola College singing Home from the Broadway musical Beetlejuice. Mama, I could use some help here Tired of talking to myself here Back at home you don't exist So here I am in the abyss Are you really in this place? It's like the emptiness of space I could search for all eternity And never see your face Rules that alter every day. Well. 
we talked about how overseas travel has been cancelled due to the coronavirus but luckily last year uh, we got a couple of trips overseas trips done and here is Mr Cutter and Mr O'Keefe to talk about that Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, it was we, great. Um, Mr Cutter and I constantly talk about this trip because uh, the place that we went right now you would not travel to. No, pre-COVID, post-COVID. Yeah. We were very, sure. very lucky to do the uh, the travel with the students pre-COVID. Um, wonderful experience for them. A lot of backstage experiences relevant to their uh, disciplines they were studying. Uh, visual arts, performing arts. Um, a lot of practical work we did as well. It was lots, uh, such a good time, Michael, yeah? Yeah, well, we should say it was the uh, it was the 2019 Visual and Performing Arts uh, Study Tour. So we had 20 students with us, yep. three staff members, uh, and the three main places we went to was LA, New York, and San Francisco. Especially considering, I guess, from a media perspective, the whole um, Hollywood movie studio system, uh, Warner Brothers was a great tour. The students looked at the whole, you know, construct, the framing of a film uh, in New York as well. Michael, I think we got to do a little uh, friend skit with the students. That's right. Yeah, that that's was like right. A little rehearsal. We filmed, uh, we filmed a friend's episode, basically. Yeah. And uh, again, um, LA was the whole Disney experience, um, Disneyland and Disney World. And uh, again, like... You may think it's just a, a fun park, but for us, um, the, the deeper, you know, um, behind the scenes of the way uh, they put a show together, we saw all that, and it was yeah, it was a really good experience for the students. That's awesome. Now, I'd just like to roll it back to when you first travelled to America. So, from the trip from Australia to America, what was that like on the plane for so many hours? Okay, good question. Well, it's about, uh, it's getting quicker and quicker, actually. I remember yeah. going to America... Uh, when I first got married and it was about an 18-hour trip to LA. But I think we're down to 14 or 13 and a half, something like that. Yeah, I guess the thing was when we got to LA, um, the... To get through customs was about two, two or three hours, Michael, yeah. in the end. But even before we left to, um, I guess, in the whole the, the Trump era, we, we did get grilled a little bit um, in our lineup to get our visas and baggage checked about why we were going to, to America as well. So... Yeah, that um, aspect of being very careful about who they uh, let into the country, even at that late stage at the airport, was um, was it was it a good experience for the students to know that they have to answer some questions in a in a, a forthright manner. But you're right, Michael. When we when we got to the um, the airport, um, it was it was uh, you know it's a long long haul in terms of like getting through customs. But once that was we were through, that was fine. Uh, did you see a different um, when the kids got back? Did you see that they had a different perspective on the subject? Oh, good question. This. Yeah, yeah, really good question. Nice questions. Well, in performing arts, you know, they the students got to stand on so many stages across America. So, for example, um, where the Academy Awards are held at the Kodak Theatre uh, in LA, our students literally stood on that stage. You know, and there's been big shows there before uh, in. Uh, 
in New York, they stood on the new Amsterdam theatre where Aladdin was currently on. So during the day, they're standing on a stage that at night there was a sold out show. They got to touch the props. Um, so for them to come back to the Loyola stage, I think they felt, well, I can do anything. I've stood on these stages. They also got to meet uh, industry professionals. So we did workshops, uh, this costume workshop. Costume workshop was, was amazing. amazing. Yeah, yep. that, where they showed us how they do quick changes quick change. side stage. Yep. And then they got to meet uh, what's called stage dooring. So that's where you stay after a show to get an autograph from a theatre person. Um, they stage doored every night of the shows they saw. So they met all the stars that it was were an there. Australian um, actor as well, wasn't there? Yeah, performer? they met a few Australians. There was one that we met during the day and then performed at night. And then Americans love Australians. So mm. whenever they hear our accent, they want they're up for a chat. And they were very and, and Australians aren't pushy and they don't, you know, they're not like sign this no. or do this. They just stand there very politely. And I think all the people that we met overseas and we saw a few people, a few stars we saw Larry David. Larry David at the airport, um, yep. Who, of course, co-wrote um, Seinfeld. Oh, well. So, yeah. Mm. So we, we met lots of people. We met some people at Disneyland that, you know, maybe the average person doesn't know, but our kids knew who they were. So, yep. yeah, we met lots of famous people along the way. And also, from a media perspective, we did a, uh, a tour of... Um, um, Grand, uh, what's the park? The oh, Central Park. Central Park. It was a Grand Central Station, but we went there as well. <laughs> but Central Park and um, the young um, tour guide who took us, she was actually a, an actor as well. And uh, she gave us a, um, a lot of insight into the, the myriad of movies that um, were uh, filmed in Central Park. Um, you know, John Wick, Spider-Man 2... Transformers uh, was the one I remember because right. we literally stood under that arch, that where, arch. The, where they land mm. the Transformers. Yeah, so that was uh, a really uh, rich experience as well for the for the students. Yeah, great. Um, while you were in the USA, um, did you ever visit any schools at all? Or yeah, just with regards to that, oh, that's what I was going to mention before, is that the, the word Loyola can open up many doors because they have Loyola University. Um, there's a lot of influence of the Jesuits, I think, in New York, You're Michael, right. am yeah, I right? Yeah. New York. And we had one of our tour guides who was, um, oh, his name was, um, oh, I forget his name now, but it was uh, Albert Christmas, that was his name. All oh, right. And he um, he was in a, um, a series, um, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, I think. Um, and he used to, when he, when he was um, trying to get our little cohort together, he would laugh, Loyola, Loyola College. So we'd get us all coming around to, to, for, to hear him speak about whether it was Wall Street um, or whether it was, um, you know, the Hard Rock Cafe. So he, he had this notion of that, you know, because he knew Loyola, but he had this really nice voice about And that made us feel warm and welcome as well because we, we this the whole the whole term Loyola, Loyola College, resonates with the Americans. And even at the, the cathedral in New York, um, we met the Archbishop. The Archbishop. Well. He was very familiar with, obviously, Loyola College, the Ignatian tradition as well. So, um, you know, we were almost VIPs in that sense. Yeah, we were. Yeah. But we did actually uh, spend yeah, uh, nearly a, three quarters of a day yeah, at uh, the, Loyola High, which Loyola is High, a yeah. uh, year nine to, to 12, 12 uh, Jesuit school right in, well, it's on Park Avenue. Park Avenue, so. Very expensive school. I think Australian, it's... Sixty or seventy thousand dollars a year Australian, so about forty thousand US mm. um, with scholarships as well. Yeah, for some yeah a lot students. of scholarships. You're cool. very expensive, but um, but they do give out a lot of scholarships to uh, underprivileged kids, especially from places like the Bronx. They mm. bring them in to go to school there. There's also actually another Jesuit school on that block 
that take um, you know, it's sort of a, a normal normal school inverted commas that isn't as expensive. Mm. But uh, Loyola High was um, was amazing, uh, and the students, in fact, when we surveyed it at the end, nearly voted that as the best thing that they did. They mm. got because they got to spend a day with a lot with a, a American student yeah, in an American yeah. school. They went to all their classes. They got they went to. Uh, uh, now they don't call it the canteen. What do they call it the, the cafeteria. Uh, the cafeteria. Yeah, like um, yeah, and that black and white cookie. Look, yeah. look to the cookie, Elaine. Look to the cookie. <laughs> yeah. That, so it was, it was good in the set. It was like it was a very traditional movie set type of cafeteria. Yeah. And the kids are wearing like the um, you know, the cardigans, like the varsity yeah jackets and oh, yeah. the cardigans oh, yeah. and that sort of thing. And we did give them a, a couple of gifts from from um, Australia, obviously Victoria, and Melbourne, where AFL supporters and. We gave them an um, AFL football. We all signed it and a few little um, uh, icons and symbols of, of Australia, like koala, key rings and little stationery, and they loved that as well. So it's just that nice touch that we, we were able to establish that nice relationship with, uh, you know, a, a school across the across the lands. And, we, you know, that about our trips, it really sort of – we have this philosophy, Mr. Favreau does as well, that, you know, we're a, we're a global school or an international school – you know, we do a lot of outreach to um, other schools, and I think we have like Timor Leste and yeah, yeah, Indonesia as well. So there's a, there's a range of uh, trips that we do do. I think we're we're establishing a relationship with Mexico at the moment, a school in Mexico. Wow, okay. They were due to come next year, but we think it'll have to be the year after. Um, and actually, the principal at Loyola High was an Australian. He was uh, too, yeah. And he's of he's gone now to a Jesuit school in Boston, an mm. all boys school. So that might be another connection okay. we have there. Okay. So yep. as you said, Loyola opens doors. Yeah, it does. And you really grow your connections with other schools like internationally and it's a, it's a really good opportunity to do that. So hopefully you guys, you're in year 10 now. Yeah, if start of year 12. Start of year 12. Hopefully Michael and I can, um, if COVID willing, that we, we get the, um, the green light to travel again and we want to maybe – push yeah, for that 2022 in, when you guys are in year 12 that'd be great yeah that'd yeah. be a great experience especially because you guys are doing obviously media studies and the visual and performing arts as well and yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be great for you guys to come along as well and i think we talked about next time getting um the textile students come as well mm. if they were interested because a lot of the stuff we did costuming, costuming. was there yeah. like yeah. in la and new york so really mm. suit their area yeah yeah well, thank you, Mr. Mark Cudden and Mr. Michael O'Keefe for joining us today on the show and uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks guys. Us. This is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Now, I know I've spoken a lot about the performing arts students, but I do have a few more things to say. Due to students not being able to do live performances for the college community, the school has had online alternatives for them instead. I myself did a book review segment on the Loyola Live show, Variety Hour, streamed on both Facebook and YouTube, where we had many people tune in to watch each Monday. On these shows, we had people discussing the quarantine period with the lovely Michael O'Keefe, reviewing books, movies or games, as well as some students performing their own musical pieces and covers. Each Monday featured a Loyola alumni, graduates from the college, in which they were given the opportunity to discuss their life after leaving school. A parent favourite in the show was the quiz that would take place midway, where a topic would be given and parents could answer in the comment section. Another thing Loyola did was the Loyola podcast, which was where students would chat again with Mr O'Keefe about anything and everything. In the Inigo Theatre, the Performing Arts Building, Loyola held a live-streamed event for the college community where students could sing for an audience at home. From this performance, we had two students in particular who stood out. Hannah Chesser with her fantastic cover of Burn from the famous American history musical Hamilton 
and Celeste Maroney with her amazing cover of Requiem from the heartbreaking teen-orientated musical Dear Evan Hansen. I get the feeling that the Loyola ladies may have a love for the sad sections of musicals. It's no wonder, these songs are fantastic. Anyway, here are those songs for you. Have redeemed you. You forfeit all rights to my heart. 
Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Hi everyone, my name is Celeste and I'll be singing Requiem from Dear Evan Hansen. Why should I play this game of pretend? Remembering through a second-hand sorrow Such a great son and wonderful friend Oh, don't the tears just pour I could curl up and hide in my room There in my bed still sobbing tomorrow I could give in to all of the gloom But tell me
This is Loyola College and you're listening to Loyola Life on Live FM. Hello again, it's Dan and Lane here, the guys who botched the entire co-curricular spiel. To redeem ourselves, we have some power moves for you to get a laugh out of. So, what are power moves, Dan? They're basically little actions that get you one-upped on a person to gain you the upper hand, basically. Oh, they must be pretty funny too. Joining us now are a range of students who have some power moves for us and we can't wait to hear them. Let's go, Dan. All right, Daniel Newen, you're first up, buddy. What have you got for us? Whenever you're driving and see a hitchhiker who's giving you a thumbs up, getting you to pull over, instead of pulling over, you should slow down, roll down the window, and give them a thumbs up back to keep going. (laughs) That's a great one, Dan. That's awesome. I could imagine myself doing that whenever I see a hitchhiker. Driver's license, here I come. (laughs) All right, now let's hear Xavier. Xavier, what have you got for us? Um, whenever you're filling up someone's drink, whether it's wine, juice, water, whatever it is, fill it up all the way to the top so you have to bend it over and drink it like a baby. I'm not sure that's how the Bible went, but sure. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, Xavier. I like that one. I actually fill up a lot of drinks, you know, when I'm at parties or whatever, so I think I might do that to stuff up everyone's day. I do remember being 10 and filling up the wine glass way too much until my grandma started yelling at me. So. <laughs> all right, let's hear Eilish now. Eilish, what have you got for us? I do this one all the time. When you meet someone for the first time in person but have heard of about them before from a friend or whatnot, I always say, oh, I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, sick burn. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a burn there. That's great. You really get the upper hand with that one. If you're using that one, you might need to carry around a bag of ice too. <laughs> Alrighty, so now I've got one for you. I just came up with it right on the spot. All right, so when you're in the back of a car, you could pretend that the child safety lock is on, and so the driver has to come around and open the door for you, so it's like they're your chauffeur. Oh, that's pretty good. You really just kind of, you know, you're pulling up and you can just hop out of the car and get someone else to pull the door, door open for you. You know, that must feel pretty cool. I could just strut on out with my heels, That was you a know. good one, Lane. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Okay, um, well, I had one prepared. I didn't come up with it on the spot like you did, oh. but um, this well. is one for you. So when someone tries to do a fast walk over, like past you when you're walking in the street, which can happen a lot, right? You're walking and someone's trying to overtake you. It's always just this busy kind of like you're in car traffic. Yeah, right? no, I got you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, when they start doing that, you should speed up yourself and just match their pace, right? And just to kind of annoy them. And if they walk faster, you should be keep matching their pace until they eventually back off. Yeah, and just hope that they don't um, punch you. Yeah, because, well, you know what, well, maybe, but, you know, I just, like, you know, I hate it when people try and, like, oh, you're so slow, like, you know, they're trying to tell me off, you know, but without actually oh, yeah. telling me off. So there are our little power moves. We hope you got a laugh out of them as much as we did, or hopefully more. And um, think of your own power moves, or and so you, you can use these, use your own, and, you know, always get the upper hand, because that's what you want in any part of life. And I'm sure our principal, Mr. Favron, would love it if you emailed them all to him. Yes, email them to Mr. Favron. Loyola Life, a show about Loyola College. Students, the teachers, our story. So if you're still listening, thanks for sticking around and thanks for everyone involved. And I hope you got something out of it. And I know I did. 
Yeah, thank you for sticking around and listening to us and uh, signing out from Loyola College, Nathan Sia and Eilish Plan. Mm-hmm.